All right, so what I'd like to do is give you a really quick update on how I see things playing out over the next um, few weeks, possibly, or less, hopefully. So I've talked about the sign of the dragon on numerous videos, and if you check my channel, you can type into the search bar there, um, sign of the dragon, and you'll find videos where I talk about that. Right now, I want to get down into a little bit more detail. <laughs> um, we're going to just really focus in on this, like we're looking through a microscope, and we're going to decode the sign of the dragon. So the great sign that happened in September of 2017 was a sign that happened in the starry heavens. The sign of the dragon is the next sign, the second sign, that actually has the rapture as part of the story. So the, the rapture of the male child is, the, is part of the story. And these are the circumstances that are going to surround us being taken into heaven. There aren't very many rapture passages in the Bible. This is a really important one. It actually uses the word harpazo, that the child was caught up to God and to his throne. And so to ignore this passage is to ignore one of the few passages that actually talks about the rapture in the context of the end times. So I know some people think that um, the child, the male child being caught up is referring to Christ, but Jesus was never violently snatched away from the earth so that he wouldn't be devoured by the dragon. Okay, that never happened. And uh, he was not caught up to God's throne room ever. Um, he ascended when he, you know, rose into heaven. That is a different word. To ascend is to slowly go up. Harpazo, to be caught up or to be snatched, is a, a more of a violent grabbing um, out of harm's way. That never happened to Jesus, ever, ever, ever. So this is a sign that's in the context of the end times. So the sign of the woman occurred in 2017, and we've been waiting for a long time, for the last six years, for the sign of the dragon to take place. And I've always said that, um, symbolically speaking, the woman in travail actually refers to a war in Israel. So we finally got the war that I've been looking for that, that needs to happen prior to the child being both born, then um, being persecuted by the dragon or trying to be devoured by the dragon, and then the time when the child is caught up. The birth of the child and the rapture of the child, two different events. We're not talking about the same thing. And whenever we're talking about a male child, um, included in the birth of a male child automatically is that eight-day period between when the child is born and when it's circumcised, named, and offered to God. And if it's a firstborn son, it has to be redeemed. All right, so let's take a look at the kind of the fine-tuning here of this sign of the dragon. The sign of the dragon is not a sign that's going to take place in the starry heavens. Although there may be some activity in the sky, this is actually what's going to happen prior to are being caught up to, to God, up to his throne room, where we then appear as the 24 elders in his presence. So the, the heavens here were, you know, I saw another sign in heaven, um, a dragon, seven heads and ten horns, and he took his tail and he cast a third of the stars to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, 
and she gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God and to his throne, and the woman fled into the wilderness. Okay, so that's basically the story. I think I quoted it more or less correctly there. It's in Revelation chapter 12, um, verses 3 to 6. Okay, so we actually had a due date for the child. The child was supposed to be born at the Feast of Tabernacles this year. And depending on, you know, what day you start Tabernacles, uh, would have been September 30th, October 1st, right around there. That was the due date for the male child. Okay, and then we have our seven-day Feast of Tabernacles. And the eighth day then was supposed to be the day when the child was caught up to God and to his throne, and that's when the four trumpet angels were going to blow their trumpets. But um, in the story in Revelation chapter 7, uh, Jesus, the angel from the rising of the sun, tells those angels, don't do anything until we've sealed the servants of our God on their forehead. And then in Revelation 10, he says there'll be no more delay. In other words, the angels will at that time be able to sound their trumpets. So that's an eighth day event. Originally had been assigned to the eighth day of tabernacles, but there is a built-in delay. And if you're interested, you can check out my video where I talked about that. So now uh, we're in kind of a, a holding pattern, as it were. We're, we're waiting for the labor pains to intensify. October 7th, um, basically, a war began in Israel. Israel was bombed by Hamas. A lot of terrible things happened. And that is what I would consider the beginning of the labor pains or the travail of, of the woman of Revelation 12. So I have this down as beginning labor. Okay. Now we know that labor intensifies. And that is what we can expect to happen over the next few days and perhaps a couple of weeks. So, and, and up to four, four extra weeks. A, a 10 month pregnancy, I think, is the upper end of it. And if that were the case by October 30th of this year, that would be the very latest for the child to be born. Where there, there are 10 month pregnancies, there are easily 42 uh, week pregnancies. And in fact, the Revelation 12 sign was not a 40-week pregnancy in uh, 2017. I think it was actually a 42-week pregnancy. Okay, so once the labor has started, um, you don't have a baby right away, okay? You don't have a baby as soon as the labor begins. Labor intensifies and it progresses and it gets worse and worse and worse, okay? So the actual part of the war that I'm looking for here is, is most likely the Gog-Magog War. And that's the one that is going to take place when the woman is in agony, okay? So having given birth, I, you start out in labor, and then the pains get more frequent, closer together, more intense, more intense, more intense, more intense. And that's what we can expect over the course of the next few days and weeks, is that this is going to intensify in Israel. All right, so right now it looks like Israel's kind of on top of things for the most part. She's not in agony yet, but when the Gog Magog thing happens, this invasion from the north, um, you can read about it in Ezekiel 38 when God puts the hook in the jaw for 
whoever Gog is, and that whole alliance of nations, plus other nations, um, just come on the nation of Israel and overwhelm her. Okay, that's when she is in agony to be delivered. That's when she's all alone. God is going to initiate that war, and I think it's at the time when she's in agony, when everything is going very much against her, when it looks like there is no deliverance, not even from the people that she depended on. That's when Satan is going to cast a third of his stars to the earth, because that's part of the sign of the dragon, is that Satan is going to have his angels coming to the earth. This is the war that sort of sets everything off. Now, there are people who talk about the Psalm 83 war and the, um, the, the destruction of Damascus in Isaiah 17. And those things are all things that happen. But this war right here, the Gog-Magog war, and by the way, there's two Gog-Magog wars. One's this one here, after which there's going to be seven years of burning the weapons. And the other Gog-Magog war is the one that takes place after the millennium. So there's one before the millennium and one after the millennium. And the weapons that are burned here will be burned into the millennium. Okay, So they're two separate Gog-Magog wars. So it's when Israel is in agony. That's when we can start expecting that pretty soon, you know, within within very few days, that will be born, okay, the birth of the male child. You don't have the birth of the child until, until after labor has progressed um, for quite a while. What we understand is that we're in labor right now, or Israel is in labor right now, and it's when this war happens, the Gog-Magog war, when she's in agony to be delivered, that uh, within just a very short time, no later than this date, but probably sooner, quite a bit sooner. I'm hoping a week or two sooner than that. That's when the war will end. There'll be this big earthquake in Israel and um, hail and such will rain down on Israel. And that's when the child will be born. This whole story of labor and delivery and a woman who's pregnant, this is, this is a um, a story that tells us that we don't know exactly when certain things are going to happen. We have a due date, but it could be kind of any time after that. So if you were to ask a midwife, so when is this lady who's in labor going to have her baby? <laughs> the midwife will say, well, when she has the baby. I mean, there's there really isn't any knowing for sure. But we do know that you have to be in a kind of agony before the child is born. And it's not a long time after that. And then the um, male child is, is born. So the male child is the one that's going to rule and reign with Christ. The one that's going to be caught up to God and to his throne, who is then going to appear in the throne room of heaven as the 24 elders, as kings and priests, as judges, as people who are um, in God's very presence as his divine counsel that working with him, working with Christ um, in terms of intercession for people on earth, it's, um, it's work that we're going to be doing once we're in heaven. So implied in the birth of a firstborn male child is always eight days. If you were to ask any Jewish people, is, is there any kind of uh, time frame that's associated with a male child? And they'll go, well, yeah. 
we have them circumcised on the eighth day. <laughs> okay, that's and uh, in the Bible, that's the day they're redeemed. Okay, is the eighth day. So this uh, eighth day thing is a thing, right? And to not include that in the the sign of the dragon is to not pay attention to details. Okay, and that's super important. And there are patterns in scripture that we can superimpose on the sign of the dragon. And one of the patterns is that eight days for the male child. So what that means is the war will end, okay, temporarily, all right? The war will end. There's going to be about eight days of um, relative peace in Israel. We've got this earthquake, you know, and the rocks and hail and so on falling on Israel and on Gog. And uh, by the way, Gog is going to die in Israel and be buried there. So it's interesting to me, you know, is, is there going to be a leader from some of those northern countries who's actually going to like fly to Israel and be there when that happens? I think we should expect that because Gog will have a burial place in the land of Israel. That's what it says in Ezekiel. All right, so we've got the war ending, the child being born. Labor ends when the, once the baby's born. So the baby will be born and then the war will end, something like that. It'll be very close, right around the same time. Seven days here on earth. And then on the eighth day, that's when the rapture will take place. And on this same day, the eighth day, when we begin our intercession before the throne of God, it's when the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is sent out into all the earth. It's when Christ takes the scroll, opens the first four seals. So that seals one through four. It's also on that same day that the angel takes the prayers or the incense of uh, the 24 elders that they've been you know, praying and mixes it with more incense, puts it on the altar, throws fire from the altar onto the earth. And there's another earthquake. Okay, and um, and that's when um, then the trumpet angels begin to sound. So trumpets one through four. All of that's on the eighth day. And there's a few other things that take place on the eighth day. And, um, you know, get your timeline, get your timeline um, spreadsheet. Everything's on that. And... You'll know all the things that are happening because Revelation's a layered story. All right. The stars that Satan casts are his bad angels. So we can expect to see that. Now, I don't know exactly what form they'll take, whether, you know, they'll just be orbs in the sky that all of a sudden the sky is just filled with like these stars that look like, you know, orbs. Um, whether they'll be like UFOs, whether we'll actually see like fallen angels. But what Satan wants to do is he's going to take a third of his angels and bring them to the earth, and he's going to keep two-thirds of them in heaven because he's going to be warring on two fronts. The other thing that happens um, when, when the war ends here is that uh, fire comes down on Magog and on the islands. So let's just look at that really quickly. What we're going to start seeing is a lot of activity of things that are coming from the heavens to the earth, including um, the, the trumpets when we see a star and hail and things coming to the earth from, you know, outside of the earth. 
let's look at Ezekiel 38. And this is the, you know, when the Lord says that he's going to bring Gog down, um, along with Magog and a bunch of other nations. And this is how he ends the war. Uh, Ezekiel 38, 18. But on that day when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, says the Lord God, my wrath will be roused. For in my jealousy and in my blazing wrath, I declare, on that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel, and the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and the beasts of the field and all creeping things that creep on the ground and all men that are upon the face of the earth shall quake at my presence and the mountains shall be thrown down, the cliffs shall fall and every wall shall tumble to the ground. And I will summon every kind of terror against Gog, says the Lord God, and every man's sword will be against his brother. With pestilence and bloodshed, I will enter into judgment with him and I will reign upon him and his hordes and the many peoples that are with him, torrential rains and hailstones and fire and brimstone. So I will show my greatness and my holiness and make myself known in the eyes of many nations. All right, and then it says about uh, Gog and Ezekiel 39:4. you shall fall on the mountains of Israel, you and all your hordes and the people that are with you. And I'll give you two birds of prey of every sort and wild beasts to be devoured. And then verse 6, And I will send fire on Magog and on those who dwell securely in the coastlands, and they shall know that I am the Lord. So there is a lot of things that's going to happen when this war ends. Um, fire and hail and brimstone and a great earthquake and then on the coastlands that are secure and you know hopefully you know that may be the US I don't know um, but there will be fire being rained down on places that seem to be secure and also on Magog so the nations to the north of Israel are going to be kind of taken out at this time as well and then when we get to trumpets one through four which are going to take place on the same day that we are raptured i just want you to look at what revelation says about those trumpets that's revelation 8 the first angel blew his trumpet and there followed hail and fire mixed with blood which fell on the earth and a third of the earth was burnt up and a third of the trees were burnt up and all the green grass so when the war ends here with that earthquake and then hail and so on coming from the sky where God destroys the armies of Magog and then fire coming down on the coastlands and on Magog um, and a giant earthquake, all of that is happening here in Israel. And then we've got seven days and then it's like it's happening all over again. There's going to be hail and fire mixed with blood falling on the earth. And then the second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. And that kind of reminds me maybe of a volcano, a mountain burning with fire, that when all these earthquakes take place, that it will trigger a volcano, possibly the one in the Canary Islands, and then it will... Um, part of it will slide off into the ocean and a third of the living creatures and a third of the sea will become death. And then the third trumpet 
There was a great star that fell from heaven, blazing like a torch, and fell on a third of the rivers, and on the fountains of water, and the star, the name of the star is Wormwood. And this could either be um, an asteroid, meteor, or it could actually be, um, you know, like a, a, a bomb that poisons everything. That will also be on the same day once we're caught up. And the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of their light was darkened, and a third of the day was kept from shining, and likewise a third of the night. And to me, what that says is once the volcano blows, okay, the, that volcano, um, the mountain burning with fire, falls into the sea, that now you have this volcanic plume, this ash that's now floating around the earth, and it dims the amount of light that people are going to get. This creates a kind of a winter. And so from, from here on out, you know, for the next year or maybe two, you're not going to be able to grow things, right? So this, this is something that's happened in the past when uh, other uh, volcanoes have gone off, like Krakatoa, I think in Indonesia was one. And then the, it creates their, these summers that are not summer. There's not enough sun. It's cold. Um, things don't grow. If you have water being poisoned, a third of the water being poisoned, and the oceans uh, turn to blood and so on, that actually growing anything um, after this point in time is going to be very, very difficult. So this is one of the reasons for like the famine and stuff that's going to happen. And that's part of the seals one through four that happened on the same day. And I talked about the seals on another video, but I thought I would just put this out there in a more fine tuned kind of way, because I have people saying, Oh, I guess we have to wait till next year before we're raptured. And I'm like, no, um, because this is all kind of a question mark. We don't know how long the woman is in travail. We don't know how long, um, this labor is going to last in the land of Israel. But we do know that you can have up to 10-month gestation. And um, if the due date was over here, around uh, September 30th or October 1st, we have basically up until October 30th or so to have the baby be born. And what, what I'm looking for, um, this is just me, what I'm looking for is the Gog-Magog war the one that God initiates. This is the one where he actually sets the ball rolling. Um, there is war that's going on right now. The labor will intensify until the woman is in agony. She's not in agony yet. Okay, she's. There's been bad things that's happened there, but she is not in agony yet. When that happens, then we know that it's not going to be long until we are transformed from mortal to immortal, have our seven days here on earth, and then on the eighth day we'll be caught up. And then whoever's left here on earth is it's going to be a bad day. <laughs> a bad day um, for a lot of people. And none, none of this that we see happening right now is, is ever going to go back in the box. There, it's not going backward. It's only moving forward. It's not going to get better. Things aren't, there isn't going to be peace in Israel. That is not going to happen. This is going to happen. It's all going to intensify over there. If we had a clue that this stuff was like just an anomaly and, you know, was 
you know, eventually going to die down and we would see very different things happening in the world than we see right now. There is actually a call for violence worldwide from Hamas. There's, um, there is this growing divide and animosity that um, is being incited. So none of this is going away. And just the state of the world, the economies of the world, specifically looking at the U.S. economy, um, the st state of the dollar right now, um, it, this is all collapsing. This is all collapsing, and this is how the collapse is going to be ushered in is, is right here. Gog Magog. And all, all the necessary ingredients for Gog Magog taking place all the alignments, all the, um, the alliances have already been made. And we're just waiting for the day when God puts the hook in the jaw for Gog and he comes down and just does the invasion, him and a whole bunch of other people. All right, so I just thought I'd give you a little update here so that, you know, you have you know, to kind of help with expectations. I do think we're going to be raptured this year. I don't think any of this is going to to end. This is, this is how it's going now. So uh, leave a comment in the comment section, and we'll see you on another video. Till then, have a blessed day.